This is the John Oakley Show podcast. What he did to him at the end, um, you know, he, he was hurt at the time. I think it was a playoffs. We lost in Nashville. We got upset with Nashville. And some of the things he said to him on the bench, I don't know what he said to him behind closed doors one-on-one, but he's blatantly, you know, verbally assaulted him during the game on the bench. And it got to the point where poor Johan, you know, no one really knowing that he was suffering with the concussion thing and, and the depression thing, uh, he just broke down and had a nervous breakdown, not only on the bench, but after the game in one of the rooms in Nashville. So that was probably the worst thing I've ever seen. Jeez, that is uh, Chris Chelios. Speaking out uh, and basically backing up Johan Franz's comments about Mr. Mike Babcock, who's back in the headlines again. And look, he's already been fired. We already had heard that there had been some run-ins with Leaf players. And so now he is under fire for these coaching incidents over the last decade when he, I guess he was with the Red Wings between 2005 and 2009. And it's alleged that, yeah, he verbally assaulted Johan Franzen during these I guess, I don't know if it's one playoff game or a series of playoff games, but it was while he was uh, on the bench in a series. And uh, worse, behind closed doors. And today, Frost has nothing nice to say about his former coach, but he does say he was absolutely terrified to show up to practice. This is a big six foot five, what, six foot five hockey player, terrified to show up to play with his teammates? That's crazy. But nonetheless, there is something happening in the NHL world. Who is it? The Blackhawks coach has been benched, their, their assistant coach, Mark Crawford for another alleged aggression back in 2006 when he was with a different team. I want to pull Greg Brady into this conversation because you know him from the sports world. That's where he spent most of his time in his past life. And now, now you know him from his present life here on our team on AM640. Hello, Greg. I'm, I'm a regular Shirley MacLaine, you're making it sound like. like <laughs> tons of reincarnation. So there you I go. I was a goat 30 years ago, too. Yeah, isn't it amazing? Two weeks ago was the day. Like, there's so many layers just in 14 days. And none of it probably happens, Alex, if Mike Babcock's still the head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs. We don't know any of this stuff. I don't think anyone comes out and starts talking about this stuff. But the question is, why then? How could no one know? I mean, the, the, you, you listen to Johan's comments, and it's not flattering. He, he said he was a terrible person, the worst person he's ever met, a bully who attacked people. It's hard for me to think that those in upper management wouldn't have known that this was his style of coaching. How is it that no player at that level would have gone to management? Yeah, it's remarkable, and I, and I think it's a cautionary tale that it's really tough to go first. It's really tough to go first. If I had uh, an abusive boss situation in the past, I, I, you know, but three other people stood up and said, guess what, I had this experience, I'd be more comfortable. This is really how, you know, Me Too snowballed. It really took the courage of somebody jumping out saying, to hell with my career, to hell with future movie roles. I'm going to talk about Harvey Weinstein and what he did to me. Now, this I don't want to make comparisons. I don't. But it does tell you how long it takes to get something rolling. And there's Chris Chelios, who who I can tell you, I was in Detroit when Chelios was there playing for Babcock. He wasn't a fan of him. Um, but at the same time, there's Brandon Shanahan, who played for Mike Babcock one year in Detroit, Alex. He knows. He knows. What you know after, after being in a room with somebody, being so close with somebody for 10, 11 months, you get to know their character pretty well. And I think there's a lot of questions about Brendan Shanahan kind of rolling the dice a little bit, saying, 
we want to get results here. We want to get the established coach. We know that he can get players to perform, and we don't care how he does it. We just hope none of the stories eke out of the dressing room. But they're starting to, aren't they? Well, they are. I mean, but it begs the question, you know, how does a guy, and these are allegations, are untested, mm-hmm. um, and, and Babcock has not said anything, but how does a guy get to, you know, coach Team Canada with all these young players? Yeah. Certainly they would talk um, and, and go through decades on all these major NHL teams, and no one found out. It, it sounds to me like management just look the other way, which makes them complicit. Well, it does. I mean, look at what happened with Penn State football. Everybody knows the story. You had now, again, totally different story. You had a pedophile as an assistant coach, but the legendary head coach, Joe Paterno, is complicit, was judged complicit, was fired swiftly because he didn't get the big deal of letting him hang around the building and letting him be the assistant coach for, oh, he's just a little strange. No, it's a lot more than that. And again, this does not rise to this level. I don't think we're thinking criminal charges of assault are going to be fired at any point in time or filed at any point in time. But we are seeing players get some empowerment, get some, I don't want to call it courage, but it's because I think you're courageous anytime you deal with any form of abuse and just move on. It was courageous for Franzen to keep playing. It was courageous for Akeem Alou to keep playing for Bill Peters in Rockford. But you're getting a little incentive now because you know you're not going to be alone if you speak out about this. Right, but now you've got the Blackhawks uh, assistant coach being benched, Mark Crawford. But this goes back to 2006, and again, different team. So what happens to all these kind of old-school hockey coaches? Do they either get a chance to evolve with the sport and, and, um, you know, a little bit of redemption, or do they have to go, all of them? Because I can't imagine that it's just one or two in the league. I, I have a feeling they kind of all have that coaching style if they're of a certain age. No, I think you nailed it. I, I think now I, I do think there's a little good cop, bad cop, and especially sometimes with assistant coaches. And I don't doubt experience mellow certain coaches, but but I'm, I'm I'm that's the one part I'm struggling with is is deciding whether something that is 16 years old, 18 years old, if there were no criminal charges, especially if there was nothing sexual involved in terms of abuse. I'm having a little trouble with whether someone should lose their entire career and have that stain on them because they whack somebody in the hockey pants. I, I had that happen in peewee hockey. If you're not working hard enough in peewee hockey, you're, you know, a little whack in the pants for, for skating through a drill. Yeah. I'm not running off the ice trying to get that, that minor coach fired. I had a tennis coach hit a tennis ball right at me um, when I wasn't looking. It hit me right in the chest. I'll never forget it. But I loved that coach. I probably deserved it at the time. It's tricky, right? Everyone's going to have a different experience with what they deem to be just reinforcement and what we're now calling abuse. So it's a really fine line. The, The Crawford one I'm struggling with, I don't know that he should lose his job because he kicked a player in the back who's now saying Sean Avery, very outspoken player, we all know who he is, uh, Sean Avery saying, I deserved it at the time. He was yeah. my second favorite coach I've ever had in the NHL. I don't want him to lose his job or his reputation over this. Yeah, look, hey, I, I got spanked by a male coach uh, when I was a kid. <laughs> I think my mother probably thanked him for it. But again, different time. I still loved uh, the coach, you know, but he did spank me because I guess I was naughty. Um, but, it, it, you know, it begs the question, are, are these – and? I don't want to call them wimpy players because they're not. These guys are huge. They're tough guys. Wow. But are we dealing with a ge- different generation now of hockey players who just aren't as tough? Well, I know we are. I was doing play-by-play for the OHL team in Saginaw, Michigan, and, and the coach was uh, uh, a guy named Doug Lidster who used to play in the NHL a long time, and, and I grew close with him over a few months being the radio guy. He, he'd ask my advice on stuff. I was flattered by that, and he was, he was let go, Alex. For a kid mocking him in the dressing room, he pulled him aside and he poked the kid in the chest just with his just with his thumb, just with his thumb. One time he touched his chest with his thumb, he was fired the next day. And I'm, this was 
13 years ago. 13 years ago. And he got back to the NHL eventually, but it was a penance for a long time that he had to pay. And everyone who knew the kid is like, you know, if that was my kid, if, if, that, if I'm the parent of that kid, I'd be like, what on earth did you do to provoke a grown man who has a great reputation mm-hmm. to get so angry at him? I'm going at my kid a little bit to go, how did this happen? Unfortunately, it was the other way around in this case. So I think there's a lot of nervous coaches out there based on the climate of the times. Well, I would just hope that there's some due process here because we yeah. saw with the Me Too movement, you know, it started off uh, as a good uh, and, and important cause and, and movement. And then it just became a takedown, and a lot of people got very unfairly painted um, because of unsubstantiated allegations. So I certainly hope at least they don't just uh, kind of go. Well, there's a few actors, aren't there? Yeah. Aziz Ansari got caught up in it. He, it sounded like he had a bad date, a bad one-night stand. Uh, Jeremy Piven got caught up in it. Uh, there's a few others, you're right, that were hanging on for dear life for their reputation that weren't Harvey Weinstein, that weren't Kevin Spacey. Um, it's, it's a tricky process, no question. you got to judge each case individually. have to. Stay tuned, sir. Stay tuned. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate it. Pleasure, Alex. That is Greg Brady joining us uh, to kind of lay out the lay of the land. We'll see what happens. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.